In this episode, we are chatting with my dear friend, Meredith Dawson. Meredith is such a light and you are just going to love this conversation. She has such a passion for supporting moms and she has a bunch of different ways she she does that. But we really talk about how you can give yourself the permission to pause and what that looks like and how you can bring it into your own life. And also just learning to honor yourself as a mom, honor what you bring to that role and honor who you are as a human as well. It's such a great chat. You're just going to love her. She has so many nuggets. There's a mic drop. It's just, it's so much goodness. Here we go. to the Around the Campfire podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but I believe it also takes a village to raise a mom. I'm your host, Jillian Benke, the founder of Mom Camp. And each episode, I chat with busy moms who are doing awesome things in life and work. Join us for real conversation and community because this is your village. This is the Around the Campfire podcast. Hi, Meredith, and welcome to the Around the Campfire podcast. Hello. Did you bring the marshmallows? I did. We're going to have some s'mores. It's going to be amazing. Now, you and I have actually had s'mores together around a campfire, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Can you start by introducing yourself, who you're a mom to, what you do, all of the the amazingness that is Meredith? All all of the hats that I wear and the roles that I play and the the, the things that I like to embody, sure, I'd love to. My name is Meredith Dawson, everybody. And thank you so much for taking this time for yourself because I am a mom just like you. Um, I actually am about about to become in a week today, uh, being on this day that we're recording, a mother to a 21-year-old. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) My eldest, Alicia, will be 21. My youngest, Avery, just turned 14. And um, I am a local. I am. I was born and raised in West Vancouver. I have raised my children for most of their lives in North Vancouver. Some of you know me as Miss Mayor from my my days as the Strong Start facilitator at Eastview Elementary. And I am now independently as a well-being educational consultant supporting your children and your local educators with my work. But most importantly, I'm a community connector. That's how I like to frame myself. Nice. So, and that's the, that's the work and the, the mission that I really value. So. Amazing. And you do so much to support kids, but you also do so much to support moms, which is really where we're going to talk about tonight. But let's just talk a little bit. I mean, so we were joking before we hit record because we couldn't really fully remember exactly how we originally got connected. But there was this one magic day where I answered your ad to buy a kid's bike and we stood and talked for like an hour and a half because we just couldn't stop. And to that was where your daughter was rolling her yeah. eyes and wondering when she was going to get to Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, she just wanted to go home and ride the bike. It was fine. But we just were so connected immediately. And you have been to both iterations of Mom Camp the Camp. Uh, and you were an amazing presenter at the last one. And you are coming back for the next I, one. Yeah, we have to so talk excited. more about that offline. But I am so excited that you're coming back. So it has just been this beautiful relationship that has grown over the probably three, four years that we've been connected. And I'm so thrilled you're here. So, okay, we could talk about 55 different topics. So today we're really going to talk about some of your passionate feelings about what moms need in this space right now. So where are you right now? What do you think moms are sort of experiencing and what do they need? 
Okay. You know what? This has been such a big one for me. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I absolutely loved in the work that I've done, especially since 2013, when I joined the school district, I had the honor of working in a role where I became, I like to call myself the bartender of the school district. <laughs> so, and apparently, according to my community of moms, they didn't come just for strong start, they came for me. Mm. And that was, I think, part of the thing that as a mom myself, I was a single mom quite early in my eldest life and then a solo mom in my youngest life. So I've been raising her on my own. And the reason that I truly believe I've been able to thrive through that, even with some major bumps in the road mentally and emotionally, is because of the connections that I have. I have some really strong group of mama friends who hold space for me, who share in my experience. And even if they don't share my exact experience, they are there for me when I need to share mine. And I think that is key. So in my work, I could have a mama walk through the door and within a moment, I knew that all she needed was for me to take her child, point her to the coffee or get someone, get her a coffee and show her where the couch was mm -hmm. to take a moment to have permission to pause. And that is something that we lost in the last couple of years because those community spaces where moms could connect mm -hmm. were closed down. Schoolyards were closed down, you know, play groups were closed down, anything like that where we could just come together and know that for a moment we had a, we had a chance to connect those community connections, that shared experience, those were lost. Mm -hmm. And I was saying to you earlier, it was like, there were lots of people cheering on different parts of the community, mm -hmm. but who was cheering on the moms yeah. who were carrying on and becoming, and I know as an educator, how hard it is homeschooling our children while we're disciplining with them, why we're trying to do our jobs, possibly from home as well. Mm -hmm. And then navigating all of these emotional, mental, and energetic challenges that we aren't resourced for. And so that's a big piece for me right now is like, I've just found that if I can take what I do and my passions, my mission. So I created things like my forest school, Wild Wonder Together, which was an offshoot of my Wild Wonder program, which is for grade threes and fives. But so many of my moms were coming to me and going, we want to be with you again. So it's not really a forest school. It's more like nature-based emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. And yes, the kids are there and they're playing and they're engaged and they're having these great activities. But then there's also this beautiful circle of moms that are coming together and they are connecting and they're supporting each other, meeting some of sometimes like you and I for the first time, but finding little threads that connect them. Mm -hmm. And that makes all the difference because in that space, in nature, especially, they can be real with each other. Mm -hmm. They can build those really beautiful foundations of stronger friendships that they then take outside of the groups. And to be honest, we end up staying connected because today we were planning um, a, a summer of hiking together, like just ways of just staying in touch with each other. Amazing. So I feel like that's the most crucial thing that we've lost. Mm -hmm. And it's also brought at home how vitally important it is to our well being, not just as mums but as individuals and humans, mm -hmm. right? Because one day my 21 year old, yes, she still lives down the hall in my house and pays rent, but she's <laughs> also like got a, got a life. She's got a career. She's got a boyfriend. She's got her thing. And one day they're gone and you're left. Mm -hmm. So I love giving moms that permission to, to pause mm -hmm. and to really remember who they are and to kind of share maybe more about themselves than just the mom piece. 
Why do you think it's so hard for us to pause? It's kind of sometimes scary, right? Well, I think it takes us into some very uncomfortable places. Mm. We can be so busy as moms Mm -hmm. and it can be such a fulfilling role, but sometimes there's moments where we're just like, what are we doing? Like what is (laughs) happening here? I'm not getting paid for this. And you're speaking to me this way and throw it Mm -hmm. like, you know, there's all those, those moments where you just go, oh, there's gotta be something more. But if we pause, we might start thinking about that more. What are we missing out on? What parts Mm -hmm. of me are missing? What parts of me have I lost? I'm lonely in this. I feel completely isolated. And those uncomfortable feelings can be really hard to sit in, kind of like Mm -hmm. sitting in the fire, as they Mm -hmm. call it, right? In the mental health arena. And so I think that permission to pause, it's also not societally acceptable. Mm -hmm. I've been talking with so many people about this, about this conversation around how it's, it's similar to any system that's kind of been put in place, right? Moms are expected to give up everything of themselves, that thing of filling your cup. Oh, you better mm-hmm. fill your cup so that you don't get run down. The moms that I work with, I tell them everything that's in your cup is for you. Mm-hmm. I love it's that you have this framing. Yeah. that is for yes. everybody else. Yes. What rule, who made the rule that we have to drain ourselves dry to the point of exhaustion for everybody else in our lives? And then we're supposed to be okay with that. Like somehow yeah. I, I, I didn't sign that contract. Yeah. So you changed that for me. Order. We were on a hike and you changed mm-hmm. that for me because I, I've always talked about filling your bucket and had, I had the fill your bucket challenge. Like we had a whole bunch of things that I was doing and teaching moms how to fill their buckets. But then as soon as you said the bucket should always be full for you and everybody else gets the overflow, it was like light bulb. Oh my God. Of course right? Because we just deplete and we run on empty and it's, it's not healthy. It's not good for us. It's not fulfilling. Like, it's just, I love that, that it's full for you and everybody gets the overflow. Well, and have you seen like recently there is a meme going around and there's the dad who brings home takeout and it says, Ooh, fun dad. And then the mom brings home takeout and the quote is lazy mom. Yeah, I know. Right. And that gets translated into so many different areas. Yeah. But what that does, what and what we were talking about before, that quote, uh, that that way that I frame it around, have high standards for yourself, but low expectations. Mm. And release the attachment to everybody else's opinion. The shoulds, I'm sorry, right? No, and the sh- I call them shitty shoulds. Yeah. yeah. Whether I'm talking with a fellow mom or a friend or I'm coaching like my clients, shitty shoulds. Mm-hmm. Because who said that? Who said that you, who defined your role as a mama? Mm-hmm. Because no one's walked in your shoes. No one has come to mo- to mothering with the upbringing that you had, with the limiting beliefs, with the trauma, whether it be small or big traumas. Mm. And all of these things are integrated into our bodies, into our emotional bodies. And then we do the best we can. And yet, if we are complaining Mm-hmm. We don't think we can speak out loud about that. We can't use our outside voice complaining because there's somebody else down the road or even next door that has it worse. Well, right. that doesn't mean that yours is worth any less. Yes. Brene Brown talks about that. Huge. Yeah, and that absolutely. vulnerability of just being, and, and it's amazing when you say, I know, so I work with a group of teachers because my, I know my main work is educators and supporting educators. And in my teacher membership, I have quite a few that are mamas, but some that aren't. And we talk about that whole piece around 
the permission to just say like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm not okay. I can be mm -hmm. vulnerable. And it's amazing because one of them called me on it one day. She said, you always ask us, but oh. how about you right now? Because I know that you're going through a rough, because I was going through a really rough patch. My friend was dying of cancer and I was caring for her. And it was, it was, you know, they said, how are you? And I was like, oh, oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> like I got down the spotlights. I, I, I'm very good at supporting others. Yes. Admitting that I need support. So I started sharing more and more with them. And one of them the other day said, thank you so much. You have shown me that I can be because you are actually embodying it and doing it. Not mm -hmm. just saying Amazing. So amazing. Yeah. There is really something to that. Not wanting to admit because somebody else always has it worse. You almost feel guilty for complaining and this whole expectation that moms will manage, you know, moms right. manage. And yep. that's just what you have to mom's do. Mom's going to do it. Mom's going to take care of it. Yeah. You know, you know, we're, and we're going to look perfect doing it or we're going to whatever. And I mean, quite honestly, I think the day that I told my children Okay, like a couple of years ago when we went through just before COVID started, my mom had a stroke. Mm -hmm. And thankfully she has come through strong, but it was a very tenuous time in our family. And I had to say to my girls, I need your help. Mm -hmm. We'd always been a team, being a single parent, I'd always said, like, we are a team, but I said to them, there are things I am just gonna have to put right off my plate. And I think that that image, if we bring that image in, like if you if I always like say that like can we just take a dinner plate and you never pile it full because then if you're carrying it back to the table, it slops everywhere. Okay. Use your life like that. There's your dinner plate. What are you carefully choosing to have on your plate today? Mm. Anything else? It's going to have to wait. There's no more room on the plate and you get to choose. Oh, you know what? That actually doesn't work today, but I can bring this in. And if you only get to half your plate, well done you. Like who said we have to finish the whole plate? But yeah. some of us did grow up with that, finish everything yep. that's on your plate, right? <laughs> those messages that we have in our head, those are so integrated in our nervous system and our ways of being that we suddenly go, oh, but I have to, because, and I, and I always, I love to ask the question, who would you be without that thought? Mm. Right? It's mm -hmm. a really interesting question and it's come up and it, I, it's not, not mine originally. I heard it somewhere and I went, ooh, that's, that's interesting. Who would I be without this thought? How would it feel to not have this thought running around in my body, running the show? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like say, I love saying to moms, who, that's an interesting thought. Who would you be without it? Like, how would, how would I feel without that thought? Yeah. We don't need it, but we're, we're too busy taking care of everybody else. I mean, my goodness, we'd have to get up at three in the morning to have that conversation. Well, so let's go back that. then to permission to pause. Mm. How do we how do we remember to, how do we take the time to, how do we make that happen? Mm, it's a good one. I was actually just this morning, um, as part of a, um, mindset reset boot camp little thing that, um, my dear friend, Debbie Pierman was doing, who's, who is in the mental health field as well. And she, she said, like any habit, you have to work these things in. You have to, um, put a sticky note next to where you brush your teeth mm -hmm. or a message written on your window, whatever. 
one, two, three, five, four, three, two, one, whatever it is that, that, you know, um, the five, I love the five second yes. rule, right? The Mel five Robbins. second rule is like yep. game changing, game changing, five, four, three, two, one, I'm going to do it. Or just going and sitting on a park bench. Like um, she was talking about scheduling, schedule it in, schedule it in joy, right? Mm-hmm. So I've scheduled in, okay, so on Sunday, I take half an hour, I go sit. Now, sometimes I'm at home, but most of the time I'll try to even go down to the park locally and just sit on a park bench and just look out at the river and just let my mind drift and then maybe reflect on how things are feeling and stuff like that. But it's like we schedule everybody else's activities in. Mm -hmm. We have to schedule ourselves in to our life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really critical to say that you, and it's coming back to that piece that you're worth it. Right. That you can't reach, you can't be like charging everybody else when your battery is completely drained. So this is you right? Self-care mm-hmm. is not selfish. It's essential. I hate, I, I dislike so much that word, like, you know, that it's not like selfish or selfless. Mm-hmm. Moms are told to be selfless. Right. We talked right. about this at camp last year. Selfless. We're supposed to like, that doesn't work. That doesn't mm-hmm. compute. So I say, I always schedule mine in. I do get up a little bit earlier. Like I, in the sense of like, I like to, I like to wake up at like five 30, but I will lie in bed and just lie there and like, feel the day come open and maybe do a meditation. Like I just, I create those spaces, Mm -hmm. but I really make them sacred spaces. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the work that I do when I work with moms is like, where can we just claim some sacred space? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and having your own bucket or cup full, it, it, enables you to show up fully the way you want to in all the other areas of your life. That's right. Right. And, and it's, and it doesn't have to be challenging. I don't, I don't, you don't have to start meditating. If you don't like meditating, right. you don't have to run if you don't like running, but I always say, can you bring playfulness into it? Mm. The essence of playfulness. It doesn't have to be playing per se, but mm-hmm. it's playfulness. So are you putting on some music and dancing in your kitchen right. when, you're, when your kids aren't home? Are you giving yourself permission? I love it when people say, oh, I'm taking myself out for coffee and I'm not taking my phone. Mm. I'm going across the street and getting a coffee and sitting in the sun and I'm sitting there and I'm like closing my hands around that mug and I'm feeling that warmth, that somatic experience of all of that comfort, right? It is, it is make, taking those really intentional choices. So maybe remembering back before you had kids, what made you, what brought up joy in your body? What brought up peace and ease? For me, my two guiding words now are peace and ease. Hmm. And if I start to feel like, oh, this is just getting really raucous and I am not getting that sense of peace and ease, I I start looking around and going, okay, what am I doing? What am I creating through my thoughts Mm -hmm. that are translating into the list of actions I'm supposed to be taking that is not fulfilling that? Mm -hmm. Because it's so important because when my mom had that stroke, I also started going through perimenopause. And one day I found myself on the floor of my kitchen by my dishwasher, pouring out the tears, mm. not knowing what was going on. And this is the girl who's usually pretty positive and usually pretty resilient and has come through lots. But I was just like, okay, something has got to give. Mm-hmm. And that was actually, I had already put into my notice at the school district, but that was when I knew I wasn't going back, when I had to change the schedule, change the loop. Like I, and you have permission to do that. This is your life, your story. Mm-hmm. No one gets to define how you get to be as a mom. You, you, you love those kids. You're caring for them. But at the end of the day, you came first. Love it. Love it. Oh, my God. 
Mic drop. <laughs> you came first. You so came first. good. Oh my God. So yeah. good. Okay. I feel like there's eight episodes just waiting in the wings and you're going to have to come back, but I want to be respectful of your time. So I have some questions that I ask everybody and I'm Love sure this it. will lead to more conversation. Wonderful. But how do you define balance for yourself and your girls? I throw balance out the window. Sweet. Okay. What is that? Yes, look like? Because I'll tell you what, I'm about to be, as I told you a month out of, out of mom camp this year, I'm going to be 50 mm-hmm. and I go to like do a tree pose and I'm like, what is wrong with me? Um, <laughs> Like, and I'm talking on flat ground with bare feet. So here's the thing about balance. It's a daily adjustment, right? You get to redefine what balance looks like every single day. So maybe balance is, you know what? I get those emails sent out and then I'm in my pajamas all day. And other Mm -hmm. days are, oh my gosh, I'm so fired up. I came home the other day and I cleaned out like three rooms. My kids looked at me like, what are you on? Yeah. But it was just like full moon energy happening, baby. And I was like, okay, let's go. So balance and balance when it comes to between me and my kids is being really clear about your boundaries, Mm. right? If if we want to raise our, think about how the values we want to raise our children with. So if we want to raise our children to respect their own space, their own dance space and their own boundaries and their energy, then lead by example. We have to model it. We have to model it because you know what, when they see you collapse on the floor, then they're like, well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really, that's, that's, that's my main thing is, is just establishing those boundaries and really, you know, saying to the kids, sometimes it's okay that your kid is disappointed. I know that can be really hard for some people to hear, mm-hmm. but if you are suddenly like really, really sick and you can't do something, they're going to be okay. Well, and they're, they're going to learn to overcome some disappointment too, right? Like they're if, going to learn yeah. to move through it and that life goes on and then yeah. usually something better comes behind mm-hmm. it. Oh, so good. Okay. We've already talked all about self-care, so I'm not going to ask you that question (laughs) because it would just be repetitive, but what is the biggest lesson you have learned as a mom? Oh gosh. You know what? This is a sensitive one. Probably at the end of the day to really take a moment to celebrate how, how, what you are doing for these kids. Mm. Like, you know, I, being a single mom, had all the struggles of, you know, financial and all the different things. And sometimes at the end of the day, I felt like I was disappointing them because I didn't get to do all the big trips and all the Mm. things. And then they turn around and they go, none of that like really matters at the end of the day. So take a moment to celebrate yourself and really recognize just how much you give of yourself and I don't mean to the point where you're depleted I just mean that like you show up yeah so take a moment to go damn I am doing a really good job today like as Mel Robbins says high five yourself right so remember to high five yourself moms yeah I love it oh so good okay how can everyone connect with you well that's pretty easy um you can find me on Instagram um, I'm aspiring driver and I love to like throw everything up there from my real life to, you know, different things that I do when it comes to my back to breath work and all the, um, the stuff that I love to use for tools to thrive. Um, my, my business is thriving life co. Um, and that's everything from my mom programs to my family programs and, and the school stuff. 
And then, you know what, if you need to connect with me on Facebook, Meredith to Zoe Dawson, send me a friend request. I'm always interested to connect. And even if it's just to have a walk and have a conversation, you've got something on your mind that you want to hash out and walk through. I always love, I'm always up for a good walk in nature. You know that. Yes, I do. (laughs) And I appreciate it so much. I know it's so good. Oh yeah. Come for a hike this summer. I'm going to start a a mom's only, uh, we get to leave our kids at home Tuesday evenings. We're going to go to a few different trails throughout the summer and we're just going to take a little walk. Don't be intimidated. I promise. Awesome. It'll vouch for me. Yeah, I slow down on the hills. Even I'm slowing down on the hills these days. So, <laughs> well, I will. I will definitely join you. I encourage everyone else that's local too, as well. So good, A wonderful way. So good, Mara. This has been awesome. And when this airs, we will be about three days out from the end of the early bird registration pricing for the next mom camp. So that is mom camp is coming October 14th to 16th. Shameless plug. Uh, of 2022, depending on when you're listening. And yep. June 30th is when early bird pricing ends and it becomes not so early bird pricing. <laughs> so. But I have to say for everybody who is sitting there on the fence thinking, hmm, should I, can I really afford this? Shouldn't my family have this? Shouldn't we be doing this? Mm-hmm. You deserve to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We pay for our phones. We pay for our cars. We pay for our children's internet. We pay for all these things. Invest in yourself. Yeah. This camp was game-changing for me from the first time when I got to support you and then the second time when I got to present and to just be in community with all these amazing mamas it's transformative it's magic I I say it's magic and you don't get it till you've been but it's magic it just really is and 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 there's the place being at Chekhamis I mean I'm sorry but like that place in itself is just magic being Mm -hmm. in nature being together campfire s'mores all the things pajama parties you know, it's just that it is that permission to pause. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing that you've created. And I just encourage everybody to make the, take the time <laughs> you deserve it. And if not this October, some future camp, because there will be more. Three. This is so wonderful. <laughs> it's number three. I know. I love it. It's all amazing. About amplifying abundance for yourself. So. I love it. Okay. Well, enough gushing about the camp experience. No, but thank, thank you. you so much for having me here. And moms, please, please connect because, you know, even whether, whatever you need, I've, I've got some tools that I love to share and you I'm happy to share do. them. Oh, thank you. You are such a gift, Mayor. Thank you so much. Thank you. So are you. All right, mamas, that's it for today. For more info about this episode, you can check out the show notes at momcamplife.com slash podcast. Hang out with us on Instagram at momcamplife. And if you love this episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and join us next time around the campfire.